overrated podcast in the United States of America is back on your radio. I'm Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikToks, where you can find me. This is the Bushels and Barrels program, bushelsandbarrels1 at gmail.com, if you want to be a part of the show. As usual, I am joined by my partner in freedom, Mrs. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok, who had a funny one yesterday. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. You <laughs> got me yesterday. Uh, I just didn't want to dick with the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, I know. Obviously, you were so aggravated. I just knew you were going to come home and you're going to be like, good job, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the opposite of what I received. Yeah, from I apologize. You. Mm, it's okay. Okay, to, to give you yeah. guys a backstory. Yesterday, I woke up pretty early. Um, the night before, I didn't sleep worth a crap because, I don't know, I just had some little bug that Alden had. Mm. And it was nothing more than a very, very low grade fever and just achy body. Well, I had stuff I had to do yesterday. So I was popping Advil all day long just to keep going. <laughs> and yesterday was a very busy day. I, <laughs> I cleaned two water tanks. And for those of you who don't know, uh, oil field water tanks, you pull the hatch on them. It's greasy, dirty. Of course, the hatch is the little door. The on hatch is on the bottom. These big tanks that you see yeah. driving down the road. If you're around an oil field at all, there's these huge tanks, and they got about fifty bitty, bolts on them, and you got to take the bolts <laughs> off. And you, and you're doing all this stuff. You don't feel good already. Um, <laughs> it's 95 degrees outside with no wind no in wind. a cornfield. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just miserable conditions. I did two of those yesterday. Got done doing that. Popped some more Advil. Yeah. Hopped in the semi. Hauled one load of grain to the elevator. Then came home. Got in my gator that right now is running. No guarantees how long that's going to last. And you went shift and, with vice scripts, by the way. That's right. And then I went and sprayed along along like the highway, killing water hemp along my cornfield, just trying to make stuff look nice. So I get done doing all that. I, it took about a total of 14 hours. Mm -hmm. I get done doing that, and whenever I get home and grab a beer, Jessica <laughs> has the mower deck completely disconnected <laughs> from the zero turn, slid out, and then stumped because she can't get this pulley off. I don't have enough rear end behind me to pull it, <laughs> to hold on to it. I tried gloves. I tried all kinds of things. And and then she, ex then she not only expect well, she expected me to help her, which I'm a good I husband. I called Seth, and I tried to get him to come over, and he got overheated yesterday, so he was unavailable. Because <laughs> I didn't want you to help me and think that I couldn't do it. So here What I, I was hoping was that Seth was going to come over and help me fix it. Yes. <laughs> get it off of there, and then you'd be so proud, and you'd never know that Seth came over. <laughs> <laughs> you deceitful little oh, thing. Oh, I'm just kidding. That's really no. funny, actually. Yeah, he was unavailable. Yeah. But. Well, anyway, I get, I get home, you know. I'm overheated myself achy body still popping advil just to keep going and uh then i'm expected to do this mm -hmm. so yeah. you made a funny tiktok about it so good job i did i was laughing so hard because i just knew that he would be so proud and he was not he was not impressed he I was not proud it. he looked over at me and gave me that look and i know all women know what look i'm talking he gave me that look and he was like this is just really annoying yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've sweat my ass off for 14 hours a day to boot. It is, I don't really feel the best. Yeah, it's almost 10 o'clock and I'm out there messing with the mower. But I got to get the lawn mode because we're having company for Alden's birthday. And I just want to have the yard looking nice. But what made me get underneath, what made me start thinking about the deck on the mower was the stinking, uh, my front blades, my center blades. It's a zero turn Z track something or another. And um, the center blade was cutting two inches, two inches 
shorter than the side blades. Right. And I thought, well, I've got to level it. I've done something and I've got to level it. Well, what happened is the spindle went bad. So what I was doing, <laughs> I talked to the John Deere guys and they walked me through it. They said, well, you need more than just a leveling kit. You may have a bad spindle. Come to find out, once I pulled the, <laughs> the deck off, that's what was wrong. And I may have another one bad too. I'm just going to have to go ask him. But I think I'll take I'll keep the deck on next time and just work with it that way. Or just take it to John Deere and have them do it. Yeah, it was cheaper for me to do it though. You know the thing is, is like in the middle of winter, I have time to do this. <laughs> but you don't need the lawnmower in the middle of winter. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> this is supposed to be your slow season, but you don't think you have oh, a slow season. Oh, I don't season. have a slow season, I don't think. Yeah. So that that was interesting. We did go on our Kentucky boat trip, which was super fun. Oh, that was it a blast. rained on us the entire time. No, on it the didn't. way on the way back. Oh, on the way back. Let me yeah. finish. Yeah. So I it rained on us, it, which was hilarious. Um, and we beat the storms coming back home. But whenever we got the boat on the trailer, and then we were getting ready to get in the truck and getting all the things unloaded and stuff, it just came pouring oh, down. cut loose. We were soaked Drowned by the time. rats. Yeah. yeah, but we had a great time. We sure did. We had a great time. Sure did. Yeah, Green Turtle Bay is a super nice place. Sure is. A lot mm-hmm. nicer than Buzzard. <laughs> yes, just saying. It is. Oh, and while we were on that trip, um, you, you guys remember the December 10th tornado that tore up uh, Mayfield, Kentucky? Yes. Well, you know, that long track tornado, it cut across Kentucky Lake and Barclay. Uh-huh. And as we were cruising around, we came ac- across this spot where we thought they were logging. You did. Or I said, I, yeah. I said, that looks like a tornado went through there. And I was like, and I wouldn't even think of May 10th. Of course, uh-huh. this is the end of Friday, December whenever 10th. you said that. Or yeah, right. December 10th. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is after a long day on the water on Friday that Jess said this. So I just disagreed, you know. Yeah. But I'm sure it had nothing to do with the 22 beers I drank. Jeez. <laughs> what Cody and Nicole say that I, I I not only drank my beer, but I also drank the community beer the community. on Friday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and oh, I brought God. extra beer for the community. Well, hell, oh. I took care of it all. Oh, geez. But anyway, we had a blast. But anyway, as we were going down through there, there's a place where it just looked like it was, you know, deforestation. Like somebody was just taking some trees mm-hmm. out on the hill. They're going to start building cottages, houses, whatever. Yeah. They had logging equipment there and everything. And Jess said, I think the tornado went through there. I didn't think nothing of it. Well, the next day, on the other side of land between the lakes, you could see where that thing cut straight across. Uh, the land between the lakes came right across the water, mm-hmm. and it nailed a point uh, mm-hmm. on, on Barkley. Leveled there were a house or two. Two houses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, you could just see the devastation that de- that tornado caused. That was just amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they had a Remax had a for sale sign on one of them down there, and I mean this thing's got like half the half the house is just plain missing, and so obviously the people that live there didn't want to didn't want to live there anymore. And we looked up that house. What do they want for this? I mean, you're going to have to start over basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with this house. Five hundred thousand dollars is what they still wanted. Was it five twenty five? Something like listed that. Listed five twenty five. Yeah. And I think their selling point was the master and three bedrooms were still standing. Oh well, good. <laughs> never, so, never that makes mind. Sense. Never mind the holes in every window where right. every varmint, bird, right, hell, deer, cougars, whatever, get in there and start living. I mean, whatever. But still, if you think about that, five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars just to mm-hmm. buy this—that's where you start from. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going to have another two hundred in cleanup. Yep. And then and then start from there and build back. Yeah. It's like wow. And I bet they have codes that you can't like put a 
single wide there. <laughs> so they probably <laughs> well, have I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's a million dollar home neighborhood right there. Okay. Is okay. what we read somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, super nice houses to see the devastation was. Yeah. Mm. I feel bad for those people because mm-hmm. I, you know, December 10th, you're not thinking about a tornado. No. And if you were in that house, oh man. That it must be global warming. Has to be. Mm. Has to be. But. Yeah. I remember, I remember cleaning my car out in January one year and it was 60 or 70 degrees in that January. And that was years ago. Like it's not changing. Sometimes we just have weird weather and we live in the Midwest. So whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's normal. Not, it's normal to have unnormal weather once in a while. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we got on the docket for today? Well, um, I have some fun I have some emails. Let's go through those real quick, and I'm just going to briefly go through them, okay. okay, instead of reading them. Adam is from Union County, Kentucky. He um, sent an email about renewables and coal production, says that the coal in Union County produces one-third of the entire state's coal. Wow. So that's cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Dan from Fort Wayne um, wanted to talk about the shooting in Greenwood, Indiana. I have mm-hmm. I have stuff on also, that. Also, we received um, an email from John in West Central Indiana who uh, wanted to shout out to the hero of that of that guy. But you know, the big deal is is that it's a no gun zone at the mall. But we're going to discuss all this. Okay. Here in a second. All right. Brian from Central Ohio. Um, he said that him and his wife are spreading the word about the B&B podcast. Thank so you. Funny. Rachel and daughter are listening from Northwest Iowa. Um, it's really funny because she she sent this email about high school boys being on their boat and identifying as dot, dot, dot. Um, so these high school boys were on their boat. They were all boating and they were identifying as 21. So they said, pass the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love their thinking. You know what? Um, and that is that is hilarious. But at the same time, on the flip side of that, what it makes me think of, of all of these trans and the LGBTQ community and what's going on in the school system right now, just wait until those adults in the in teachers i mean because there was like 180 some odd arrest here recently in the school system like since 2022 um being identified as uh pedophiles you know grooming yeah. children so there there have been arrests made just wait until these people start identifying as young children and changing their age because the left has accepted everybody identifying as whatever they want to whether that be a furry or whether that be a child you can identify as a child if you can identify as a cat right so just- I, I identify as debt free <laughs> so do i okay <laughs> no but um the, but that's it's a disgusting in my opinion that's just what's going to happen it's going to get worse before this is why we need good people on school boards okay that way if I've whenever got a comment about that too here whenever this comes up yeah. If you have good school board members, yeah. you just tell your district, we're not doing this. Right. Period. You know, I heard a um I heard an interview from a school district uh parent in California. Third grade, okay? Third grade public school. Counselor and teacher talked a third grader into telling their mom and dad that they were um trans and they needed hormone blockers. So what the school did without telling the parents is they started that hormone therapy 
I would sue the shit out of that school. Yeah. So um, when they tried to contact the superintendent and the teachers and all, they were not getting any response. So now the story is trying to pick up some steam because they haven't met. So they've got attorneys involved and saying, you know what? This is wrong. What you are doing is wrong. You can't do this to my third grade child. Um, I think a few a few months ago, maybe we talked about uh, a school district who said, well, you can't sue us because your kid doesn't go to the school. Well, it's because they tricked this kid into being super confused about being trans and all that. So um, anyways, they pulled this kid and then they said, you can't sue us because you don't go to the school. <laughs> but that's stupid. So anyways, this whole thing in California right now, it's a real deal. It's a real awful. deal. Yeah, it is awful. So I would be mad. I think there are more parents out there that are that are really confused about what's going on in their kids' lives. And it's part... Uh, I don't know so much confusion as it is ignorance, you know? Well, right. Well, just imagine their third grader coming home and saying, well, mommy, what what does it mean if I feel like I'm a boy right now? You know, a little girl coming home and saying, what does I, it feel like if I'm a boy? Oh, let's just go ahead and change your sex. No. First question you ask, your yeah. sweetheart, who told you that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think parents ask that. Anyway, so I think that there are more parents that we know of yet to find out that this is happening in their school. And this, if this is happening in California, you know what's happening on small scale in Illinois. It has to be. Because California is after, I'm sorry, Illinois is after New York and California most of the time. So yeah. it's that that'll be interesting to but funny story about Rachel and her 14 year old daughter. So that's good. Yeah. I like the, I like the 21. Exactly. <laughs> Those high school boys. Oh, <laughs> can't put anything past them. Um, Mark, I don't know where he's from, but he was talking about subcontractors. And um, whenever they get state jobs, usually priority is given to minorities and women. Right. So what is to say that a man can't identify as a woman, change his name, dress in a dress every now and then? <laughs> And, and get this subcontractor job. Well, this is how muddy the waters are. That's yes. exactly right. Yeah, he said that they're creating more problems because of their short-sightedness. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Swin from Am Amory, Wisconsin, he wants to know your opinions on January 6th, the January 6th trial. He said he's pulling his hair out. Uh, it's nothing... My opinion is it's just a, it's a sham. If you listen to any of what is going on, there the hearings quote hearings, it's a joke. Like, are you serious right now? It's a joke. I'll be very honest. It's a joke. With, I'll be very honest though. I, I haven't paid much attention to it. Yeah, I really haven't. I, I paid attention to it the first week, and then after that, after I realized this is nothing more than a mm -hmm. sham. It's nothing more as a way to try to. This is an outside attempt for these rhinos and Democrats to mm -hmm. keep Donald Trump from ever running for president again. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to try to figure out a way they can come up with some sort of evidence to mm -hmm. indict him on something. Here's the problem: all they're doing, all these are, is accusations, mm -hmm. but there's no cross examination. Our side doesn't get to defend us. But they say that that the right side is being can defend because they're both Republicans and Democrats doing this. That hearing. is absolute <laughs> bullshit. I mean, right. Liz, Cheney, Liz Cheney is a wolf in sheep's clothes. Mm -hmm. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. this is not fair. There's nothing fair about it. Get a mm -hmm. good conservative on there like Jim Jordan. Mm. You want to impress me? Mm -hmm. Have Jim Jordan go in there. Yeah. That would make it a hell of a I mean, lot he more would fair. Shut it, he would shut it down. Damn right. It, that would be watchable TV. That would That's be damn sure. good watching TV. And don't think if the Republicans 
win the house in 2022 here that this might not happen. Mm-hmm. We might form our own January 6th committee and see why certain people who are with megaphones telling people mm-hmm. storm the White House. Yeah. What was that guy's name? And he didn't get he did not get arrested. And Ray they, Epps. Ray Epps. Uh-huh. That's right. That guy was standing out there. He's there's video of it everywhere with a megaphone. We have to storm the Capitol. We have go to rush in. We have to go in the Capitol. Yeah. He's he's promoting all of this. Uh-huh. He didn't get arrested. No. He Why? hasn't even been he indicted. Is, like he is inciting an insurrection, if you ask Absolutely me. Absolutely he is. But he didn't get indicted for anything. No. Now why is that? Because he's working, know. he's working for the FBI. The FBI director was on on trial early or in a hearing or something, and they asked the right ask. I can't remember who asked the question. They posed a question: Is Ray Epps working for the FBI? FBI, and she says, "I can't answer that question." And so what Cash Patel says is, "Well, when you say you can't answer that question in the intelligence world." If you don't answer the question, you've already answered the question without answering the question. Damn right. <laughs> so we know that Ray Epps was placed there by a, an intelligence agency, whether that be the FBI or another. And remember the guy who was, um, he was a, a, a guy, he was paid by like CNN, like $7 million or something like that for to to insurrect people, to get people fired up. Yeah. And act like he did, was. Did this guy get indicted? I think he may have been fined all of that money back. Okay. But he, I mean, we can't forget about this stuff. Like, it, it's, no, th- it's this, unreal. See, this is the shit right here that they're mm-hmm. not talking about at January right. 6th committee. This is why right. it's a sham. Right. It's a right. total sham. Yeah, it's a joke. You it's know, just by real. Ray Epps, say, just by Ray, not saying anything. Uh-huh. And by this lady not saying anything that Ray Epps is involved in the FBI, and this is their undercover attempt uh-huh. to promote an insurrection. Yes. Just by him not saying anything. It's the exact same thing mm-hmm. as us looking at our three-year-old and going, Alden, why is the toilet overflowing? Did you put too much toilet paper in it? And he just looks at us and runs off. Yeah. It's the same damn thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's the it's like a three-year-old's line of defense. Yeah, it's a joke. It is. It's So there you, there I, you go. That's what I think about January 6th. I, and, and you know what's really, really, really important when CNN has to cut to the golf network to, to show, you know, during the January 6th trial hearing, whatever it's called. <laughs> I, they I'm not say, watching. What happened? Oh, well, the this golf open tournament is on, so we have to cut to the golf tournament. <laughs> wow. That's how important it is. <laughs> That's how important it is. So anyways, that was a few weeks ago whenever they did that. Um, that okay. Was, that wasn't this this week or last week. but, And then Joshua, our last email, Joshua from Omaha, uh, Nebraska. He's 15 years old. He wants to thank you. Awesome. For serving on the school board. He hopes you continue to do so. And um, <laughs> he's jacked about it. He also mentioned that if anybody can bring their pride flag or the LGBTQ plus flag, um, but if he wants to bring, you know, the American flag, then he gets sent to the office. That's what he said. So I don't know the entire story there, but that's, that's what if he was that saying. If that is the case, mm-hmm. I would bring an American flag and a Christian flag. Every day. Every damn day. You yeah. keep sending me to the office. Buddy, you will be on national news. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you are just relentless about it, mm-hmm. because there's nothing wrong with bringing an American flag to an American school. There's nothing Absolutely wrong with bringing not. a Christian flag to an American school. Absolutely not. Hell, wear a shirt that just says, I love Jesus. <laughs> I'm serious. I know. I know. But yeah. No, 15 years old, listen to the BNB program. I wonder how he heard about us. I don't know. Buddy, if 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 you're listening, which I'm sure you are, email me back. Tell me like did your parents turn you on to this? Are you on TikTok and happened to see one of us? I I just wonder. I can't believe. You know, Rush used to have kids that listened to his show and I always yeah. wondered. I was like, "Huh. 
how's this 12 year old listening to Rush Limbaugh and I'm sitting here at 33? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so. Rachel and her daughter, I mean, she's like, she mentioned something else like, oh, wait until Ryan talks about it. Or Ryan and Jessica talk about it. Or, wait until <laughs> we hear what they say on the podcast or whatever. <laughs> so that is all. You guys are the best. I'm yeah, telling you, I, yeah. I cannot believe just the emails we get from all you guys mm-hmm. who love the show and everything. I just, I never would have. I want to encourage you too, Ryan, here in front of everybody. <laughs> Okay. Are you putting me on the spot with <laughs> I something? Am. Oh. I am. This is just, I, I hope it encourages you with the school board because I know we are in a dark place in our country right now. I, and we can't, if we listen to the news all the time and constantly, and then we listen to, you know, the the national or federal teachers union wanting to federalize masking in, in schools throughout everywhere, that can be very discouraging and just be like, what is the point and all of this stuff. So I just, I just hope that this encourages you to um, just keep on doing what you're doing. Run again. And is that what you're saying? I'm just trying to encourage you to just for- keep doing what you're doing on the school board, standing up for what people are saying or for what people can't say on their own because you have such a strong backing, I feel like. Oh, I know and, I do. And I Well, I, and the other the thing is is I don't think the other members of the board have any idea. I don't think they do. Like either. no idea. Right. Right. But Anyway, so um, that's that's just what I, I wanted. For to those of you who don't know, I'm in my eighth year on the school board right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my term technically ends here, and it's either March or April of 23. Mm. Uh, if I'm going to run again, I have to pick up a petition in November, get it all signed, turned in in December to be on the ballot for the March or April. I haven't decided if I'm going to do it. I just, I don't, eight years, I'm not, I didn't do, the, number one, it's not a paying gig. Uh, number two. It takes two, a lot of time. It does take some mm-hmm. time to do mm-hmm. it, to, to try to do something good, you know. Yeah. To not just go through the motions. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't do this to be on there for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain You things- don't have to, though. You don't have to stay on the board for 25 years. Okay. I so think- so I run again. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd win. Um, get back on again for four more years. That makes mm-hmm. 12. The same thing's going to happen. Run again. Well, which, then which, at is, that point, which is not a problem. Don't get me wrong. I mean, all, honestly, it's it's at that point you can say, you know what, it's time for somebody else to step in. New eyes, new. Eyes. I mean, somebody else can have the courage to do that, and hopefully, you have some new members this next election, and they'll be willing to serve for you right. know eight years if need be, or twelve if need be. Well, but yeah. I mean, there's certain things I'm looking at as to whether or not I will run again. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. Okay, you know what they are, but I'm I'm not going to discuss them right here because I don't want anybody to. I'm not going to come at you. I I'm got not, it. Well, I'm not going to tip off the opposition. Yeah, I got so. you. Okay. Well, I hope you're encouraged. By As all for the, the 15 year old, children, dude, children. whenever you get to be of age, mm-hmm. you run for school board. Yeah. And and don't shut up. Don't just be a yes man. You run for school board, ask questions, get in there, get in the thick of things and do whatever's right and godly. You know what? And it takes, it is hard to have courage in whenever you've got the entire public scrutinizing everything that you say. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Facebook makes it tough. I shouldn't say tough. Well, I mean, they can go and bash you and say whatever they want to. And And we've seen it time and time again. Absolutely. You know, I say something at a school board meeting or I say something in a TikTok, it gets shared to Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, there's a certain demographic out there that can't stand me. Right. And they just rail me. And that's okay. That's fine. I don't care. But that's the type of stuff. If you want to be on a school board, you just got to look at it and go, you know what? I never expected everybody to always agree with me. Yeah. So that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And if you disagree with me, doesn't mean we can't be friends. Of course, some of the stuff is pretty bad. <laughs> so some, <laughs> some of the stuff they say is like 
You're like, yeah, we can't be friends. <laughs> my favorite, my favorites are the ones that say they come at you and say, "This guy needs to lose his salary because oh. he's <laughs> dumb sons of bitches." It's a yeah, yep. it's a it's a you know exactly non-paying gig. Yep, so for sure, it's <laughs> funny. Anyway, that's awesome. Moving on. Okay, I think I have um a funny a funny little thing. Okay. Um, did you know that Skittles is being sued? Skittles. Skittles. I did not know that. Let me tell you, they are being sued because they told everybody that they were going to, going to get rid of titanium dioxide in what? their Skittles. Uh huh. Yeah. What the hell's that? I guess it's got a, a like a yuck, a bad, bad, bad amount of it in there. Mm hmm. I, and they said that they were going to do it. They were going to phase out this titanium dioxide in Skittles for six years now, and they still haven't done it. I see, but I don't know what that means. Well, okay, so what's if you overdose on titanium dioxide? What what's going to happen to you? <clears throat> going to happen to you? Uh, the chemical compound. It is unsafe for your genotoxicity. <laughs> Do some research. Skittles is yeah. being sued because of the nasty chemicals that are in their Genotoxicity. <laughs> huh. Well, I'll be damned. So anyways, if you're eating Skittles, maybe stop doing that. Maybe I we guess. need to research what genotoxicity is. Yeah. Maybe. Do you have any idea? I Who says it's bad? I read the article. It. I don't know. It sounds toxic to me. I think I got some <laughs> friends that suffer from that disease. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it might alter your genes a little bit and well, be toxic to your body. Okay. So. Whatever. I've ate a lot of Skittles. Maybe that's my problem. I have. I've eaten a lot of Skittles <laughs> in my day, for sure. That was, yeah, I like the chewiness of them. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So do you, I do have a Fauci update. You do? I do. I no do. way. I do. I thought he was, I thought he was just gone. No, I'm pretty yes, sure. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Back again. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jess has a Fauci update. I haven't heard from him in a while, but you know, I'm hearing more and more about COVID right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems to be coming back. San Diego of school course. is going to mask up their kids going of back course. here in August. And I, Biden just tested positive for COVID. See, I've got some. I've got something <laughs> on that too. But let's okay. stick with Fauci here, and we'll we'll transition to Biden. See, that's how professionals game. do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Fauci is retiring after Biden's term. Really? Presidency. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's going to retire. He is. He's going to hang up his hat. He said, enough fraud for me. He's going to hang up his at lab coat. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done so, enough on earth. Yeah. I'm sure people, I think he came out with that uh, statement two weeks ago or so. But What if Biden dies from COVID? Will he retire then? I don't know. I'm just wondering. I think he, he needs to be gone. Yeah. He needs to go. He needs to go yesterday. Well, last year, two years ago. He should have been gone in the 80s. Absolutely. Well, yeah, absolutely. After the AIDS pandemic yep. and all the vaccines that he test anyway so Fauci is a crooked crooked bad man yeah crooked crooked bad man and you know what oh I'll wait until you talk about Biden and his testing positive. you can go right there right now if you want I can I I am so uh, frustrated with the people who've been saying well we got boosted 
we got boosted. We're safe. We're fine. We got boosted. And I am so tired of Stop that. Stop spreading misinformation. Oh my gosh. Stop but it, Jessica. Now the president of the United, the supposed resident of A the double vaxxed, double boosted, double boosted president, president of the United States, Joe Biden, has tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a feeling this is going to be Biden's downfall. I think this is the beginning of the peak of his fall. This is good. You want to know why? Okay. I've got a couple things here. Okay. So, yes, Biden. Okay, first things first. The the humanity in me, I hope that he heals up and he's fine. I don't want to see him die. I don't want to see anybody die from COVID. So get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. Now, on to the hypocrisy of all of this. Uh, the White House press corps in the press briefing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Pierre. The, yeah, Jean Pierre. Jean Pierre. Yeah, his White House uh, lesbian or bi. L- she's a she's an LGBT. Yeah, the LGBTQ plus fu uh-huh. Jean Pierre. A reporter asked, "Where did he get it? Where did he get the COVID?" <laughs> It's a pretty simple question. Yeah. I mean, hell, we spent two and a half years wondering mm-hmm. who's got it. Yeah. If you come up positive, where did you get it? Yeah. Jean-Pierre, you know how she answered that question? We don't know. I don't. Well, yeah. Number one, they said, I don't know. And number two, she came up and said, I don't think it really matters. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, you're. Yeah. Exactly. You don't think it matters? Well, for two and a half years, it mattered for everybody under you. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half years. I mean, you had the health department. Uh this effort of contact tracing via Facebook, Snapchat, uh-huh. probably even TikTok. I know TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Schools, athletic so, teams. I, you couldn't. What? J.B. Yeah. Pritzker goes to restaurants, no mask. Uh-huh. Biden, after he announces he has COVID, is in his office, no mask, <laughs> when we know he's COVID positive. <laughs> you know, I just, mm. I, these people. Yeah. Rules for thee and not for me. You know, we had to contact trace we had to cancel events swabs you just your nose just got used to cotton swabs that's just what it came down to Mm, not us i mean we couldn't travel (laughs) shut down the whole wide world i don't know double vaxxed double boosted positive (laughs) for the vaccine that has if you want to know the truth a five percent efficacy rate five percent that's not a vaccine that's that just is, a shot. That's a shot. Yeah. That is just a shot. And you know, these people are still passing away for no reason. The sudden adult syndrome, the SADS instead of SIDS, it's SADS. And, uh, you know, all these people, I, I just heard of an NFL player passing away this week. He's 35 years or 20. I can't remember how old he was, but it doesn't matter. He's an NFL player in the best shape of his life. And he just passes away taking a jog in his neighborhood, going into cardiac arrest, passes away right there. Like that, no. Nobody can Something. say for sure that that was the COVID vaccine. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. the myocarditis that or myocarditis, right? Pronouncing myocarditis. That yes, that it was. Anyways, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. The, the, okay. If so, people still are pushing the vaccine, I would say, you know what? Why get a vaccine? Put something in my body that I possibly may die from and still get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Why get the vaccine? There is no benefit to it. There is no benefit to it. Oh, but your COVID's going to be more mild. Oh, but I'm going to take the chance of dying and leaving my family without their mom or their. What is it about that or, vaccine? Or, I, I need to stop calling it a vaccine. What is yeah. it about the shot that's affecting women's menstrual cycles? They're they're menstruating heavier. Heavier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Their cycles and, are and, heavier. And uh, was it? Is it um, miscarriages went way up? 
Yeah, since like that? F- yeah, like five hundred. Or is it still born? Stillborns. I think both, but miscarriages have went up like five hundred percent. It is an ungodly number. Yeah, like the amount of miscarriages that have happened. But since, this is the stuff the news isn't since, talking about. Right, and also don't forget that it lowers sperm count too. So that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the whole depopulation thing in the new world order, which is a thing, which I don't know all of the details about it, but it is a thing. Like you have to, you have to realize that if it is causing some problems with miscarriages and then low sperm count in men, whoa. Well, that's why all these high schoolers and college men are going out and getting the vax. Oh, (laughs) right. (laughs) No, it's because the media has portrayed this to be a safe, safe way to prevent this. They're looking at it as child support control. (laughs) Oh, Oh, these these damn politicians. I mean, Mm. in the past, they always want to set the example. You know, J.B. Pritzker goes to his press conference. He is wearing a mask. Joe Biden getting off Air Force One all by himself, Mm -hmm. wearing a mask, always wearing a mask, always doing all these protocols they always want you to do Mm -hmm. and they end up with it and then you catch them without a mask Mm -hmm. when they don't think anybody's looking so here's what i got to say (laughs) with with uh, pierre's answer i don't think it matters where he got it from america listen to me close we need to use that as our example as right now they are trying to increase all these covid protocols Uh bring back mass I mean, all everything's being the proposed news, again. Yeah, the news is talking about it. So yeah. don't when, forget about monkeypox; it's out there too, like in the background. Whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. But we need to use that line right there as our advantage. I don't. Think so when the health department comes at us, it's going to happen again if mm-hmm. if it's allowed to get to this point. When the health department comes after you, you just look at the health department and you say, "Stop contact tracing me. Stay in your lane." Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you shit about where I've been. If you don't believe me, just ask Jean-Pierre. Because it didn't matter where <laughs> Biden got it from. So it right. don't matter where I got it from. Mm-hmm. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. Yep. Use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And if somebody says to put on a mask again, I would laugh in their face. I would say what the mask doesn't do a thing. Doesn't do a damn so. thing. Mm-mm. Oh, Headline. <sighs> That's a joke. Or do you have more or do you want me to keep going here? Okay. So now that I'm thinking about this whole COVID coming back and I told you they were going to try to implement masks. I just had that feeling because there's rumblings about it. And then oh, the yeah. teachers union going out and saying we're in a federalized Toyota, mask. Toyota, 15 miles away from here. All their yeah. employees have to wear a mask again. Jeez. Man, can you imagine 98 no. degrees having to wear that piece of shit all day long? No. Ooh. Good grief. Sucks. Anyway, so the CDC puts out a post on Facebook and monkeypox and I, and I follow the CDC just to kind of laugh at their post i never comment but i do read the comments on there so they say beware of monkeypox it's spreading you know there's been such and such confirmed cases in the u.s and they show these (laughs) what look to be like pimples on skin we don't know where the the skin is because it's not like a full picture of an arm or a leg or anything (laughs) or a face um they look like ingrown hairs and pimples so i go down (laughs) and read these comments Oh boy. <laughs> and everybody is going, Oh my God, I am so freaking out because now every ingrown hair, I'm going to think that I have monkey box. <laughs> like, that's how laughable it is. But oh, these yeah. people are honestly freaking out about this thing because the CDC is fear mongering the whole well, the virus. More, more fear porn right here. You ready? Yep. Headline Hospital system faces staff shortages due to COVID 19 infections despite vaccine mandate. <laughs> fear porn. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, hospital oh. system, shut up. Yeah. Quit bitching hospital system. You know why? Because everyone is facing staff shortages right now. Yeah. And you know, if, if you yeah. want more employees. Hey, I'm going to share a secret with you guys. Hospital system, stop mandating this vax uh-huh. that has about a 5% efficacy. Maybe you'll have more help because not everybody wants it. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're kind of, you're kind of, I don't know, stepping on your own feet there. Right. But I don't know. I, once again, it just seems like this stuff is coming back. And I find, I just, I think it's incredible given that this is an election year. That mm-hmm. Anybody's even talking about this, even going to, maybe in California, I, I, mm. I just can't believe on an election year, these guys might try to pull this shit before November. That's I the reason can. I don't think it's going to happen. Unless, like you said, it's all an effort to steal another election, which yeah. that's yeah. a good point. Because mail-in ballots are, you know, that's, mail-in ballots are a thing and that's how most of. The fraud happened. The drop boxes, drop boxes were there. Yep. Yeah. 2,000 mules. Uh-huh. This time we'll have 2,001 mules. Oh, jeez. No, I think I think that they've got all the data and stuff um, on that. But at the same time, like, this is a joke. Yeah. This oh, is agree. also a joke. This whole administration is a joke. Most you of our leaders funny? are a joke. What's funny is that I, I listened to another podcast called Steak for Breakfast, and um, they have some really good guests on there. Sometimes they have Cash Patel, who's one of my favorites, and then they have Liz Harrington. Um, but they were, she's a spokesperson for Trump. Um, they had on somebody, and they were talking about the fact that Governor Newsom actually went to D.C. while Biden was in Saudi Arabia this this week. Really? Oh, yeah, I did hear that. So why was he in D.C. and who was he While talking Biden to? While Biden is gone. While Biden is gone, yeah. So I don't think that it's it's known. Probably talking so. to the DNC about running for president in 24. Exactly. I think I that's, that's their thoughts. Yeah. An extreme guy like Newsom? Absolutely not. No. Man, I don't know. He just looks like a greasy salesman, car salesman. <laughs> a cheap lawyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly a good what one. he looks like. Yeah, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Ambulance chasing cheap lawyer. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. That's right. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. Keep going? Yeah. Next headline. You yeah. ready? Yes. Staying with health. Okay. Brain-eating amoeba territory <laughs> is expanding. Here's how swimmers can avoid contact. Oh. Have you ever heard of that? The brain-eating yes. amoeba? Mm-hmm. That if you get it, I mean, it just basically eats your brain. Turns yeah. into meningitis and kills you. Right. Okay. So, uh, here. <laughs> so stay inside your house. Yeah. <laughs> Fearful. <laughs> Do not go swimming. <laughs> 154 cases of this since 1962. That's it. <laughs> but it managed to make a headline here. More fear porn. I mean, you have a much better chance dying on the way to the lake than what you have of getting this brain amoeba. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> on July 7th, the Missouri, Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services reported its first case of brain, e- I, I'm going to just call it brain-eating amoeba, in 35 years. Officials declined to release details on the adult male patient who contracted the amoeba while swimming at the Lake of Three Fires in Iowa. The health department later confirmed the Missouri patient died after exposure to the primary amoeba on July 15th. Pam is the infection caused by the amoeba when it enters through your nasal cavity and induces fatal brain swelling. So far, I guess this amoeba is in Minnesota and Kansas and Indiana. Now it's Iowa. Uh, mm. <laughs> they say the best way to avoid this amoeba, the best way to avoid getting the amoeba lodged inside your nasal cavity is to avoid jumping feet first into bodies of water. 
Alternatively, holding your nose or using a swimmer's nose clip oh. can help keep the parasite out of the quote-unquote danger zone. Oh, my gosh. Early symptoms of a possible PAM infection include an intense headache, fever, <laughs> nausea, vomiting, and vomiting within hours of exposure to an infected water source. You know what, you know what else causes all those symptoms? Budweiser. <laughs> You know what's funny? What? It's just funny that that is even a that's even, even a thing. And of all places that I found this, it's got to be a joke. The Epoch Times. This is what was on there this oh morning. I, and I, the second I saw it, it was the first thing that popped up. I thought, yeah. that is podcast material. That is. What a joke. <laughs> Do not have fun. You cannot swim in bodies of water. And don't jump in on feet first. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> because we... Well, maybe, maybe if it gets lodged in your navel, nasal cavity, you need to instantly go get a COVID test. So I could swab that shit right back out. <laughs> i tell you what, we were at Kentucky Lake mm. last week. I don't see how any amoeba could, could have survived survive in that dead fish. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and yeah. as much piss as we were swimming in, because everybody just pees Ew. where they're standing. Ew. Except for me. I'm one of the weirdos that get out and go pee. Yeah, you I are just, weird. I, just, I did tell you. I said, be mindful of the children that are there and go behind the trees to hide yourself if there are children. Because that's weird for you to get out and pee. What? <laughs> I don't pee in our pool. Well, that's true. It's a lake. It's a lake of water. I, I d- it runs, the river runs in there. I haven't peed my pants since college, and I'm not going to start now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I probably wouldn't go around telling anybody that, right? I think I just did. <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody that. So oh there's your brain-eating amoeba update. Okay. Okay. Do not do anything recreational. That's, That's right. what they're telling us. That is right. <laughs> Stay home and just be completely still. Don't even get off the couch. You might stub your toe. Stay inside your sterilized home. Mm. Don't see the sunlight. Don't have fun. Another fun one that I saw. Yes. Uh, it's about tipping. Here's a tip. T- like t- cow tipping or like tipping at, <laughs> at the restaurant? Tipping or? at the restaurant. Okay. Here's a tip. The fine line between over tipping and cheapskate. Oh, okay. What do you think about tipping? Me? Yeah. I want to bless whoever is serving me. So I always over tip. I'm not always thought that way. Do you notice Just that everybody the- wants a damn tip now? There's a tip jar everywhere. That's true. Remember when we were at the Cardinals game about a month ago? Uh-huh. You go up and you buy a beer. All the person has to do is, is grab is, a beer. Is turn around, open the cooler, grab the Bud Select, uh-huh. Michelob, whatever, set it in front of you. Mm-hmm. You put your credit card in to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a tip spot. And then it says, how much would you like to tip? Yeah. And I'm like, what did this person just do for me? They turned around and grabbed me a beer. That's it. It's not a special drink. They didn't have to mix some nice concoction ups that I like just the way that I want it. They probably didn't wrap a napkin around it for you. Give you a a I couldn't even give you a straw. If that guy would have gave you a straw, (laughs) maybe I would have tipped you. I was trying to bribe him with five bucks. Maybe if I had 20, he would have been like, let yeah. me go find a straw for you. <laughs> but I, I, I get, I like to tip good service. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. After reading this article, I realized in some cases I tip way too much. In other cases, I don't tip enough. Really? We'll get into this. I, it's pretty okay. interesting. What I guess. You uh, know, Sonic is, is um, offering that tip option now. The drive Sonic. up? Sonic. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, but they bring you your food to the car, right? Yes. I'm, Sonic I'm, has never offered the tip option. When I was pregnant, I would go to Sonic once a week. 
But see, they're that, actually providing a service. I mean, it's not exactly like the pizza delivery guy bringing the pizza to your house, um, but it kind of is. You don't even have to no, get out of your car. That's true. But at the same time, like Sonic has never had that option there. Now, do I so. think they deserve a 20% tip? Probably not. Okay. Okay. But maybe a buck okay. or two. Hey, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't okay. know. I don't know. I'm just, well, anyway, I guess, <laughs> where did a tip come from? Okay. This okay. Is, it's funny the way this is not the way it is anymore. Okay. One legend says that the term tip, quote unquote, to ensure promptness. Now think about that. When mm-hmm. do we tip right now? All the time. No. After the meal. After the meal. Yeah. One legend says that the term tip to ensure promptness. That tells me that people T-I-P. were tipping. It's, a, it's an acronym. T-I-P. To ensure promptness. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I didn't know Actually, that. Actually, it would be T-E-P. Ensure would be spelled E-N-S-U-R-E. Oh. <laughs> well, I There's didn't. your grammar update for okay, the day. Okay, thank you, yes. But to ensure promptness tells me that they used to tip before the meal, which I read that right. Okay. Began as a box that was set on a table in an old English tavern where people tipped before the meal in order to bribe the server over to their table. Ah. Their buying service. Today's standard, <clears throat> today's standard tip is 15 to 20% of a restaurant check before taxa is added. <laughs> now, it, it, this this story outlined typical tips. What's normal? Okay. Bartenders, generally you'll tip them $1 to $2 per drink and more for a special order. So, like, if I'm at a bar, every time I go walk up to the bar and get a beer... Uh-huh. You're expected to pay. I always give them an extra buck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even if the beer is a dollar, I'll give them a dollar. That's what I, yeah. And why is that? Because generally if I'm at a bar, and it's not very often, because I don't frequent bars hardly ever, but if I'm at a bar, it's always going to be crowded because there's a reason I'm there, mm-hmm. and I want the bartender to remember me next time I come up and want a beer versus that guy who didn't give a tip. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll pay attention to me. I don't have to stand in line as long. Yeah. That's my idea. Yeah. Guess what? To ensure promptness. That's yes. what I'm doing. Okay. So anyway, one to two dollars per drink, more for a special order. Food delivery personnel traditionally re- receive ten to fifteen percent for saving you the trip. Hmm. So would the Sonic person be food delivery personnel? Probably. I don't know about ten to fifteen percent. Well, I don't know. A ten dollar order, a buck fifty. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's where I have screwed up all my life. Oh. Parking valets. Normally get two to five dollars for parking your car. I always give them a twenty. Mm-hmm. Wow. But parking valets get two to five bucks for parking your car. Uh-huh. Tip your massage therapist twenty percent. Uh-huh. Who the hell has one of those? A lot of people. Do they? Yeah. I'll yeah. be damned. That's a known that's known that's known to do that. Yeah. And your hairstylist, barber, manicurist, or other uh aesthetician? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 15 to 20%. Okay. Do you tip your hairstylist? I sure do. Every I do time. Yeah. I do too. And you know what? I My girl, I, I stopped driving two hours to go get my hair done. And, and thankfully I have Nicole do it now. And I love it. Um, but like I would tip her and she would get me in right away. Like as soon as she could get me in, she would get me in. Sure. You know, that's, and I feel like because. To ensure promptness. That's true. That's true. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's good. Bellhops at top hotels get $5 per bag. Oh. With $1 to $2 per bag being more common at more modest establishments. Okay. Hot- I didn't even... 
I don't hardly ever use a, I don't think I've ever used a bellhop of you. Yes. Have you? Mm-hmm. Did you tip them? Mm-hmm. How much? Was it Couldn't on, tell you. It's was been it on, years. Would you think to do it per bag? Or would you just no. think, okay, here's five bucks? Here's, yeah, no, it would be more than five Take bucks Take my four today. bags, here's five dollars. Right, no. Mm-mm. I wouldn't have thought, they I say thought about per that. per bag, five dollars. Okay. Okay. Here's one that I didn't even know was a thing when it comes to tipping. Hotel maids are tipped two to ten dollars per day. What? Really? A hotel maid? Okay. At what point and how do you get that money to the hotel maid? Well, if you leave it in your room, I guess, after you check out. Oh, no. No, no. What if you're staying for three or four days? You know, they come in and make your bed and stuff like that well, while so you're out If and about. you have the do not disturb, then they don't come in your room. You know, but if, and then once you leave. On your last day. On your last day. I you think just you would cash. have to put a note on there because I don't, I don't know. Just think about that. If a hotel maid just thinks every dollar bill that's sitting out is theirs, and I'm not calling hotel maids bad, but I, I think it just opens up the door for a lot of fraud. Well, I can't imagine if you have. Oh, yeah, there's a Rolex. What a, tech. what a nice tip. <laughs> no. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I would say that in, in, I bet that there is a place sometimes in the, in the higher fancy, you know, like a Ritz or something, you know, there's a etiquette to putting that okay. somewhere. Okay. I would assume. I would assume. And of course, you're getting turned down service if you're in that and you like that kind of service. Right. Which, which we don't like that. But anyways. But um, like hotel you, maids. Yeah. I, like the maids part's what got me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm thinking about room service and the people that might bring you food to your room. Sure. Like breakfast. We've done that before. Uh-huh. Of course, you always tip that guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was surprised. Mail carriers aren't allowed to receive cash. Did you know that? No, I, didn't, I never even thought well, about I used this. to deliver mail back in 2001, 2, and 3. Okay. Uh, part-time. I guess the people that I served didn't realize that. Because <laughs> at Christmas, they'd always leave me a $5 bill. A lot of them would. Really? Yeah. I should, I should remember. Yeah. Okay. And my dad, whenever he was full-time mail carriage, uh-huh. I don't know that he got a bunch of cash, but he'd always get, you know, plates of cookies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. So, Nice. Anyway, oh, that's I just nice. I just found that kind of interesting, that that whole story it about is. a tip. It is very interesting um, because I didn't I didn't know some. I think it's normal for people who have massage therapists to always tip or to go get it. You know, whenever I go get a facial, I whenever I have gone and gotten a facial, I haven't gotten one in a long time. But when I have gone and done that, I would leave a tip. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Tipping and being a cheapskate. I remember when the KC Hall in Mount Carmel was open for lunch, All the, a bunch of farmers would always go in there and eat. And there were a few farmers. Let's say that uh, the total of your meal came to five ninety four. Okay? Uh-huh. They would leave the waiter six cents tip. Oh, geez. And, or waitress. Yeah. I was embarrassed to be sitting at the same table. Did you, like, leave... I always left a couple bucks. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, oh. But you know people like that. Oh, yeah. They're that damn tight. It's oh, just yeah. disgusting. So when we were at Kentucky Lake, another thing, whenever you fill up your boat at a marina or something, you, or whatever they're called, you go in and then you've got the gas the gas boys or kids, girls and boys, come out and they come out and up. fuel the boat up and ask you how many gallons you want. And then they, they take care of it for you. And, um, it's full service. We don't have those in gas stations anymore that I right, know of. Right, right. Used to be it was everywhere. So this guy with this big, beautiful boat, he's got a big, beautiful, it's huge. And there's like two or three people on it. And then this kid is 
filling up the gas. And there's a lot of people like, no wake zones? That means no wake. Well, a lot of people with boats don't pay attention to that. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got waves in the marina. And um, this guy was like yelling at this attendant going, my boat's all scratched up and blah, blah, blah. And Nicole's like, you know, whenever people start making a scene like that, they just want to get out of tipping. Yeah. So here they have like a hundred thousand dollar boat and they just want to get out of tipping. Yeah. You know, so like how big of a cheapskate are you? Like that is kind of crappy. To, to me, it's just a joke. Like things happen. Well, and it's not the guy that's pumping you, your gas's fault that no. somebody's making waves in a no wake zone. Right, right. You know? Yeah. It's just yeah, it's awful. So this guy had a really big boat. Yeah. And I was like, there were two men on this boat. <laughs> I don't think this has anything to do with tipping, but it was a huge boat. I'm talking big, and it was super. And it Are these reminded guys you me. Up and talk to yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were coming down from the marina from lunch. We had just had lunch, and um, these guys were just there. And I, I, I. I'm like, my goodness, that is huge. It's like a big, I don't know if they're called, are they called cigar boats, cigarette boats? What are they called? I don't know. Anyway, it, it was huge, and it had a. Um, the, the inside you Cutty. know yes yes yeah, but it had Cutty. yes it was it was massive anyways it was this outrageously blue and orange boat and i walked up to the guy who looked to be the captain i mean he wasn't wearing a captain's hat or anything i just said i <laughs> and said there was two guys on this boat yes no girls no women yeah right so i so i approached him, i'm like my goodness that's a long boat and i just kind of looked at it in awe <laughs> like and i it was so shiny. It was shiny. <laughs> Everything was shiny. What did you ask him? I said, oh my gosh, that is, it's a beautiful boat. He said, thank you. We're so proud of it. And I'm like, how long is this thing? <laughs> and he said, You're being so awkward. <laughs> I am. It's fine. But uh, he said, it's a 57 footer. And um, he said, we're real, real proud of it. And I said, man, it sure is beautiful. And um he said, well, it's for sale if you're interested. And I said, oh, man, I'm a I'm a feet in the pool kind of girl. You know, I got to see my toes in the water <laughs> versus this lake. <laughs> and then I, I uh, kind of turned sideways a little bit, and these two women are standing behind me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here now. And anyways, I said, well, that's a beautiful boat. He said, it's for sale if you're interested. I said, no, thanks. Anyways. How much is this going to set me back? I thought about saying that. I said, well, how much... And I walked away and I'm like, dang, I should have asked him how much that was going to set me back. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 57 footer. <laughs> Holy cow. You it know, wasn't the yacht kind of boat. It was like a cigarette boat that was extremely long. Right. You know, <laughs> some of those boats that we saw down there, where do people work or what do they do? That's and what I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that people have that much money yeah. to buy yachts. Why? They shouldn't be allowed to have yachts with dirty rich people. Well, somebody had to build that yacht. Right. And, you know, whenever they bought that yacht, that put a whole bunch of Christmas presents under those people who built that yacht's Mm -hmm. trees. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for people buying jets and yachts and stuff like that. But what I ultimately wonder is, what did you do to get to To the point where you can have enough disposable, I mean, completely disposable. Disposable income. Pleasure money. Yes. To buy something like that. Yes. You know. Because there was this massive yacht and it was called the Maximus. Yeah. And it was huge. Yeah. And that was a yacht. Oh, exactly. And it was a new one. It wasn't an older, you know, white, white one. This thing was beautiful with a brand new paint job called Maximus. Right. If anybody knows where that boat came from or who it is. I'm sure <laughs> nobody knows. We don't know what these people do for a living. Hell, they're even. probably sitting on that boat listening to us right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. No, that's my boat story anyways. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I think I got a transgender update. Okay. You want to try it? I guess. Well, I don't know. Listen to it. (laughs) Jackhammering.
have you heard anything about the dictionary Merriam-Webster? Um, I know what that is. Did you know that they, for 2022, redefined the word female? They did? <laughs> You're kidding. No, this is why it made it to today's show. You're kidding. No. Okay, let's hear it. In 2019, so mm-hmm. it's three years ago, the definition of a female is of relating to, relating to, or being the sex that typically has the capacity to young or produce eggs. <laughs> typically gets me that's what i'm laughing at (laughs) yes it's like even in 2019 they kind of left the door open (laughs) they weren't gonna go full-on trans but they kind of left the door open in 2022 they they that line is still in there but under another definition or maybe i don't know what a synonym for the definition the first definition Mm -hmm. 2022 having a gender identity that is the opposite of male that is in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary now. How about if you can birth and feed babies on your own for years? Right, right. <laughs> With your body, you right. can birth and feed babies. Uh, so right. that means you have to have a uterus and you have to menstruate. And if you can't do any of that, you're not a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I still contend if I walked up to Leah Thomas and kicked him in the nuts, he would... He would experience the exact same pain i would Mm. if somebody did it to me absolutely he would i don't think he's had the change like i think he still has his parts doesn't he yeah i I assume well yeah we know because we've seen pictures of his damn swimming suit (laughs) his one piece twig and berries what a joke (laughs) gross speaking of leah (laughs) whose name is will for those of you don't know his real name is william thomas uh the ncaa has nominated him mm-hmm. for woman of the year award mm-hmm. how you like him apples that's terrible yeah i think i, I think you pen and some of their swimmers are actually speaking out now mm-hmm. well you there are a number of female athletes who were also nominated nominated for woman of the year mm-hmm. who've come out and said i don't want the award and i won't accept it right mm-hmm. thank you finally mm-hmm. it takes courage to do stuff like that too absolutely because so you're putting them. a bullseye on your on your back to try to do anything sport related in such a liberal media madhouse. Yes, that's, what, that's yes. what's going on. Ugh. But yeah. Oh, Leah. Anyway, she's still a boy. He's still a boy. Always will, will be. If he passes away, and maybe at the end of the show, instead of saying Leah Thomas anyway. is still a boy, mm-hmm. maybe we should say Will Thomas is not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's good okay see if you can remember to do I'll have that. to remember that yeah okay all right all right so uh guns mm. and good guys with guns shined through in greenwood indiana last week mm-hmm. y'all heard this story right 22 mm-hmm. year old 22 year old mm-hmm. oh they're too young to have guns nobody should have a gun but definitely not young people 22 year old no Headline, good guy with gun stops mass shooting in Indiana Mall, confronting and killing the mass shooter just after he began shooting. Was it 45 seconds? 15 seconds. 15 seconds. To neutralize the situation. Yeah. Then you've got 77 minutes in Uvalde, Texas, where all those policemen there were armed and didn't do a dang thing for 77 minutes. Isn't that incredible? That is just incredible. You know how many lives this guy has because mm-hmm. this, this in the in my opinion, in the mass shooting, uh, 
the mass shootings you think about, we think about fish in a barrel schools, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Young kids, they're fish in a barrel. Somebody walks into a school with a gun, fish in a barrel. Not protected. Right. I never have thought, and I should have, and it's it's not surprising, but at the same time, it's like, wow, a food court at a mall. Mm-hmm. Those are always packed. Mm-hmm. And somebody like this shooter walks in and, uh, oh, my God. I think they found multiple weapons on that guy, too. They, mm-hmm. And a thousand rounds, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, anyway, um, here's the chief of police of Greenwood. I think you guys need to hear that. I got, it's in two parts here. I want you guys to hear what he said explaining the situation and how it went down. The following is a, a timeline of events. We know that Mr. Sapperman, through surveillance video, entered the mall at entrance four by the food court at 4.54 p.m. He walks directly to the food court restroom. One hour and two minutes later, he exits the restroom and shoots Victor Gomez outside of the restroom. He then points his rifle into the food court where Pedro and Rosa Pineda were eating dinner and shot both Rosa and Pedro. He then fired several more rounds into the food court, uh, striking a 22-year-old female who is currently recovering from a leg wound at Eskenazi Hospital, and a bullet fragment believed to have ricocheted off of uh, a wall um, did strike a 12-year-old female who was running towards exit four uh, in the back. Uh, That was a minor wound treated at the hospital. Uh, They did remove a small piece of metal uh, jacket, uh, most likely from a ricochet. At 5.57 p.m., uh, the shooter was confronted by our Good Samaritan, who I will identify in just a moment. Uh, the Good Samaritan was armed with a pistol and engaged the uh, shooter as he stood outside the restaurant restroom area firing into the food court. The shooter fired several rounds, striking the suspect. The suspect attempted to retrieve ba- retreat back into the restroom and fail, fell to the ground after being shot. That is incredible you're sitting there you're had a good day shopping with your family doing what you do at a mall eating your chick-fil-a your piece of pizza whatever it is and gunshot just starts ringing through the whole place Mm -hmm. and then who knows maybe you or somebody you know or somebody at the table next to you takes one i think three people were killed right Mm. i don't know how many people were killed but you have a hero, <laughs> a good Samaritan is somebody that holds the door for you. <laughs> this is not a good Samaritan. This is a flat ass hero, right? You have a hero who had a concealed firearm, mm-hmm. a good guy with a gun that neutralized the situation. If you have a thousand rounds and you want to go into a food court and do a lot of damage and nobody, nobody anywhere has any way to protect you. Mm-hmm. You're going to kill a lot of people fast, but it just takes one. What a hero this guy is. Absolutely. Here is soundbite number two, which is worthy of listening to from the police chief. I personally didn't speak to him. Um, I did watch the video, the surveillance video, which captured um, pretty much the entire incident. I will say um, his actions were nothing short of heroic. 
Um, he engaged the, the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun, uh, was very proficient in that, very tactically sound. And as he moved to uh, close in on the suspect, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. Um, he has, to our knowledge, uh, he has no police training and no uh, military background. How awesome is that? That's awesome. He, uh, I guess, I guess this Elijah kid, 22 years old, mm-hmm. learned how to shoot and be proficient with a weapon on his grandpa's farm. Mm-hmm. Country boys. And you know, in, in Indiana, they just passed that. I mean, it went into effect in, was it July 1? Yeah. Whenever everybody can open carry. Yeah. In, in and you don't have to have a permit to mm-hmm. do it. But you know what's amazing is that the liberals come out and they say, how dare him bring a gun into a no-gun zone? Yeah, mall, mall security uh-huh. is legitimately pissed off this kid had a gun in a gun-free zone. And you have the mass shooter who brought in guns illegally. And went to the bathroom for an hour. I'm going to guess, you know, he took to a duffel ready. bag in there. Yeah, he's getting yeah. ready. He's putting his guns together, getting ready to walk out and do this just damage satanic deed mm-hmm. and i don't know kudos kudos to this 22 year i can't imagine yeah. the lives that he the number of lives he saved yeah i mean he uh he he certainly deserves to be elevated <laughs> and, and thanked and absolutely what a what a terrific and oh my gosh what a stressful position and for that kid that kid because you're like front part of your brain isn't even formed yet, but that kid went in there and he said, "Oh hell no!" Well, he was, well, yeah, and he was directing traffic, telling people where to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he went in and confront. He very easily yeah. could have been shot. Absolutely. And I, I just fight Absolutely. or flight, and he yeah. fought. Yes. And that that and, yeah. he, and by him fighting. Saved he didn't so think, many lives. He didn't think about what was politically correct. He thought this guy is shooting innocent people sitting here in the mall. I'm going to take care of this. That's Absolutely right. not. This is not going to happen on my watch. That's right. That's I'm going right. to take care of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But and that, it sucks. It's like, you know, what scares people is that in New York, there was a um, a guy who owned or managed a, a gas station and he stabs this robber coming in. Oh, yeah. I he saw that on the news. He stabs and kills him. And the DA or... <sighs> Whoever's prosecuting people in this type of position, situation, whatever, he gets prosecuted for murder. Yeah. For defending himself in his store. And the surveillance camera clearly showed this man coming behind the counter. Pushing. Pushing and, him down. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Demanding money or whatever And then it was. the girlfriend is in there, like, pushing, pushing back. And no charges were against the girlfriend of the robber. And yeah. So, anyways, those those charges were actually dropped this week on that, on that guy. Thank goodness. But there were charges brought against the guy who was protecting himself and his property. Right. So, I... That's what scares people about it. But I know that there are good good attorneys, good cops, good sheriffs out there that aren't going to do anything. They're, they're not going to press charges right. against people protecting other people or right. themselves. So I, this, this is encouraging to me. This, once again, goes to show, this whole, this whole mall shooter right here mm-hmm. goes to show how, how stupid it is to have gun-free zones. Mm-hmm. You just know if people, most people are going to abide by rules. Yep. And if you just choose not to, mm-hmm. you have fish in a barrel. Yeah. Go shoot them. Right. Easy. Right. Easy targets. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have a gun-free zone, 
I think you need to 1 billion percent enforce it upon entry of the building. Mm-hmm. Metal detector, kind of like TSA. I haven't heard of a gun being smuggled onto an aircraft since 2001. Have you? I know. Since since 9-11. Right. But they no. aggressively enforce the gun-free zone. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, hey, this is a gun-free zone, so don't bring your gun, and then not enforce it. Yeah. It's like schools. Schools yeah. are gun-free zones. That's yeah. a, I, I contend that's the stupidest damn sign you could put up in front of a school. Gun-free zone. It just says, here I am um, Here's without protection. Here's your fish in a barrel. Yeah. Exactly. Without protection. You know, once again, a good guy with a gun. Imagine if one of those teachers in Uvalde or Parkland or Columbine, you name it, had a gun. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Good guys with guns win the day every single I'm time. I'm all about I'm all about those teachers knowing how Me to too. use firearms. I, I am and all protecting. about a uh-huh. teacher having a gun mm-hmm. in a classroom. Mm-hmm. I really am. Yeah, I just hope we see in Illinois where we can void the void for real, like faux real. Get rid of it in order to buy ammunition. In order to buy, you know, I'm okay with the cool off period. Like I'm okay with that. I mean, I still think you should be able to go buy a gun anytime you want to. But you know what? If the, if somebody wants a rule, I, I think I'm all right with the the cool off period, the 48 hours. Then you really? can pick up your. No, you're not into that. If you're so damn demented and sinister that you want to kill somebody, you're going to get a gun anyway. You're going to just kill them, even That's if it true. takes 48 extra hours. That's true. If you're that crazy. I mean, I'm just saying, if we could get rid of the Foyd altogether, I would be jacked about that. And I hope we see that with Darren Bailey. I mean, if if he wins the governorship in Illinois. And I should say win. I can't. I have a hard time getting behind Darren Bailey. I just hope he doesn't turn out to be a rhino. Because right. that's my fear, I guess, about him. But anyway, I I hope we can see what Indiana has done in Illinois at some mm-hmm. point in you know, my t- lifetime. Talking about classrooms and classroom safety. Uh-huh. You know, so the teacher is not going to have a gun, obviously. Even though we would love to see a teacher be able to carry a gun to defuse a situation just like this, the teacher's not going to have a gun. We updated at the school board meeting on Monday our student handbook. Okay. And one of the updates regarded cell phones. Okay. Should students be allowed to have cell phones in class? I don't think so. All right. I disagree. Because of a shooting? Yes. Incident? In Uvalde, 11 of the 911 calls came. Came from inside. From kids. Yeah. 10-year-olds inside that classroom. Here's what. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. If they're allowed, okay, I'm okay with the cell phones. It's the smartphones I'm not okay with. Oh, oh come on. So you're not allowed the to have Nokia a smartphone. The Nokia that had the snake game on it was is fine for high school kids. Absolutely. But I'm against the cell phone smartphone for kids. I'm I, I get that. It. I get that. I am too. I am yeah. too. I think Snapchat is the absolute devil for kids under the age of I don't 18. think TikTok is, is healthy either. Well, you're probably right there as well. For children, absolutely not. My point in the whole um, cell phone argument here, and it wasn't an argument in our school board meeting. I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to think we argued about it because we didn't. Mm-hmm. We voted to allow kids to have cell phones in school. It's just, um, if you're, I can't even remember the grades. You know, maybe up to third grade, you have to check them in as you walk in. To the teacher. Third grade? Third or fourth grade, okay. yeah. And there's a place that you put them. It's it, to where the student mm-hmm. can walk up and get the phone anytime they want. It's not like it's in the teacher's drawer. 
Okay. But it's like it's it's on it's on some kind of holder somewhere where a kid puts their phone there, but they know it's there and they can go get it if they need to. Okay. So I understand how cell phones would be cumbersome for a teacher trying to teach. Teach, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you get into high school where I'm sure uh, kids are on the wrong websites, looking at the wrong stuff, Snapchatting their boots, sending it to their friend while, you know. Did you say boots? boots? Boots. You know how kids Shoes. do. Shoes. Shoes, boots, yeah. whatever. Okay. I mean, it's what kids do. Right. Cohen does it all the time. He takes a picture of something random and stupid and just sends it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Just dumber than hell. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Some kids take pictures of things that should never be taken pictures of. And like of their them. body parts. That's right. Right. To all, and, you know, every one of you parents need to understand that whenever you're, if you think your kid is being completely innocent on Snapchat, and then your kid also thinks, hey, it's Snapchat, they see a picture and it goes away. Every single damn thing you do, every the single same. thing that is on Snapchat that you send. Mm-hmm. So if you send a dick pic, mm-hmm. it is on the servers at Snapchat and it can be retrieved. Yep. It's not just gone. Yep. So all you parents tell your kids mm-hmm. that. And then if you really want to get your kids, tell them that I can pay $10 a month. And retrieve everything that you've done on Snapchat. Ooh, that's a thing? It should be. Oh. If Snapchat <laughs> wants to make a lot of money, it would be. Yeah. They'll yeah. never do it. That'll kill their business. It would. Absolutely, it would, absolutely yeah. it would. But, but anyway, what I was saying, though. Terrible app. Here's the reason I think all these kids should at least have access to a phone in a classroom. You look at Uvalde. The police didn't move for 70 minutes or whatever. They were in the building. They didn't do nothing. While, uh, you know, there's kids bleeding out on the ground. Yeah. Um, the shooter, you know, I don't, if this happened at Mount Carmel and Cohen called me, mm-hmm. while the police is sitting there with their thumb up their ass mm-hmm. for 70 minutes, mm-hmm. I can be there in 15. Right. Oh, I know. I know. And you think that a cop is going to keep me from going and confronting this shooter? You know, here's but the way I look at it. Even if I walk in there. And the cops didn't want me. I would look at them and say, follow me. At least I'm going to get this guy's attention. He's going to shoot me. Stop shooting kids. And that's going to give you an opportunity to take him out. Isn't that what happened? Parents were going in there getting their kids Damn out. Damn right. They Just were like fighting, I would. They were fighting to get in there. And they did. Yes. But nobody is talking about any of that. They talked about it for maybe a day and a half. Well, it's, it's just done. like this good guy with a gun right here. Yeah. It's disappeared. It was barely in the media. I don't know. I, I feel like he's he's still being talked about. But, but at the same time, like... He's, I bet you NBC, ABC, CBS, and CNN are not talking about this guy in, in Greenwood. Oh, probably not. No. Because but, he's because it, it completely debunks their whole gun control. Oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. can't, This is a good story about a good guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a good guy with a gun because all guns are bad. On another note with gun control, I am outlawing guns. Okay. At the pool. Water guns. <laughs> and tell that's our listeners the only why. Kind, that's the only kind of gun control I'm going to see around here. And uh, that is because children, I don't know, they don't do it on purpose. Sometimes they do it on purpose because they make really good targets. There are my plants. My plants make really good targets. I have a lot of beautiful plants and I spend a lot of time and I talk to them and they're just really beautiful. <laughs> <You pet> them. <laughs> Love on them. I do. I fertilize them. They're just wonderful <laughs> things. And they give my heart a lot of joy and so whenever I see a kid accidentally or, or on purpose shooting at one of my plants, I get really upset. Loading it up. And we have a saltwater pool. Yeah. And stuff doesn't like to grow real good if there's a lot of salt anyway. Yeah. And uh, 
So, so you can imagine what it does to the flowers. Gun control. What was that? Two years ago, you were like, why are my flowers right beside the pool constantly dying? I am constant. I have. I talked to all my garden club friends. I'm like, what in the world is going on with these? It's just in this one spot. What's I figured it out. I figured it out. And then, you know what I did as I bought more guns and I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. So now I'm just going to throw them all away. So tomorrow when we have everybody over for... Uh, I'm throwing all of them away. You are. Yes. Because we're having Alden's fourth birthday party here yes. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. That happens. <laughs> any any squirt guns? Do you have any squirt guns? And I know Alden might get one or two of those for for his birthday, which is fine, but he can put in, you know, water from the water hose. Sure. Not, not the pool water. Got a question for you. Yes, sir. Putting you on the spot just a little bit. Uh-oh. Now that you hear my opinion about cell phones in class, okay. does it change your mind any? I mean, I am so firm in believing that these smartphones are so terrible for teenagers, like in their brain development. See, I am you're, against... You're talking... We're talking about two different things whenever you say that. You're talking about smartphones. I'm just talking about a means of communication. What I'm saying is... In class, these high school kids are on Snapchat. They're on TikTok in their classrooms. Right. And I'm against that. I'm 100%. Against that too. So if they had a phone, absolutely, I'm okay with that. If they want to have a phone, that's fine. But all of these distractions that come along with all of the cell phones, right. tell me one high school kid that you know of that has like a flip phone that doesn't oh, have any smart I, apps. Is there you don't even know. such a thing as a flip phone anymore? Yes. Is there? Hell, yeah. I don't know. They even There's a company that makes a phone that looks like a smartphone, but only texts and calls. Okay. So okay. text mom and dad, call mom and dad, right. call whoever. 911, whatever yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Okay, I see, yeah. I see. So I'm okay with that. Well, you know what? But my problem with, my problem with the phones in the classroom is that the, there's already distractions as it is in high school and kids oh, being... Yeah. being Kids. ridiculous yeah um the smartphones on top of that or the phones on top of that are just just that uh, it's just right more okay. of a distraction okay no and takes okay. away learning so, so how about i meet you halfway in the middle or halfway in the middle in the middle here okay perhaps these high schooler kids should be treated just like the third and fourth graders and they check their phone into this place uh-huh. where they can they can always just get up and go get it if they need to yeah but it's not to be in their position during classroom time i'd be fine with that Smartphones as well? Yeah, I'd yeah. be fine with that. Okay. I'd okay. be fine with that. That because, might be the answer. Because what they can do is walk up and get it if something like that were to happen. Yeah, and you hear gunshots in the room next to you? Yeah, you're gonna. everybody's going to grab their phone. Right. Everybody's calling mom and dad or 911. That's right. Yeah. And that was, that was all I wanted to... That was my whole point. I want my son mm-hmm. to be able to have access to communication to call me mm-hmm. so that I can run to help. Yeah. You know. Now ACA where Alden goes is they they have they are strict on their no cell phone policy and um, they turn their phones in whenever they're in class. Yeah, they, they, I mean it, it is off. They it's can't not even on. get to them, right? But whenever they there were two I think two instances last year when there was a an inmate let out and then another suspicious guy where they went on lockdown. The school did right, and um, I received a text message saying, "Hey, we're in lockdown." Right. Nothing to freak out about, whatever. Sure. Um, but then they came out of lockdown or so. Right. Anyways, that's I I'm okay with the I'm okay with the no cell phone policy in the classroom because of the distractions and you're there to learn. You're not there to Snapchat your friends. Right. Oh, I agree. So. I agree. Like I said, Snapchat's awful. I, I just awful. So I know I know you're saying that I am comparing apples to oranges here, 
but at the same time, am I? Because if that You're, phone is in the room yeah. and it's a there's the availability to call, they have that ability to do that. Yes. But it's not in their possession while they're, you know, under exactly. their desk looking down. We're like, trying to figure out a way where they can still have communication but uh-huh. not be distracted. Right. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. I like I like the I imagine like a shoe a shoe holder. Have you seen those door hanging shoe? In all honesty, I think that's kind of from the way our uh, principal, our high school principal, explained it to me. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of what it is. Okay, yeah, I yeah. think that's a great idea. Shoe holder, something like that mm-hmm. on a door, or like little, a calculator holder, pouches or something in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so, well, we've been doing good. this for a good while now. Oh wow! So, anyway, I think we probably better call it a day, don't you? That's up to you, Mister. I mean, I'm having a blast, podcast man. Yeah. But well, you're easy to talk to. <laughs> Too bad I'm not easy to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> you're easy to look at, for oh, sure. No shit. Do you have a sound of the summer this week? I do have a sound of the summer. Okay. It is my turn. Yes, it is. Continuing on with rock music. <laughs> but. <laughs> I had no diggity last week, and we heard that song over and over uh, and over isn't again. is funny? It is funny. Like, we yeah. played that for the sound of summer last week, and I, I'm the same way. Commercials. On the radio, it's like mm-hmm. it just it got brought back. That's how big this program is. It influences <laughs> songs. That's right. Okay. <laughs> or maybe it's all the quantum internet, whatever, listening to what you did. So knew that we were going to be there and then like played that Yeah, for all us. this AI. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds crazy. All right, folks, we got a big weekend ahead. We got Alden's yep. fourth birthday party, so we'll be hanging out by the pool. 98 degrees and humid is the way it's supposed to be here tomorrow. Can't wait. So, yeah, I can't wait for that either, but... <laughs> Otherwise, um, I don't know. We will be here next Friday. Hey, Jesus is king. Blackstone Cherry, Cheaper to Drink Alone, is this week's song. (laughs) One of my favorites. Well, Will Thomas is not a girl. I remembered. He's not a girl. He is not a girl. Uh Uh-uh. You were born an American? Don't forget to be one. We'll see you next week. Adios.
Sing a 